Hello, welcome to the Embracing Contrast podcast with your hosts, Natalie White and Jackie Sharp. Today, we are going to talk about the concept of 5D, the fifth dimension, um, and I'm here with my friend, Natalie. Hey, Jackie, how's it going? Pretty good. I'm, I'm excited to chat with you about this. So the concept of 5D, uh, how, how I've seen it in various texts is really this this concept of being elevated high frequency um kind of kind of being uh, it is kind of a conscious being but what i've seen it more portrayed as is like high vibrational high frequency love and light uh kind of of energy positivity and it's like this is ultra high almost uh, of, of a concept. Whereas, you know, and I've even seen it kind of used in the context of uh, super high frequency and low frequency. So there's the high vibe and the low vibe. And the low vibe is like the lower beings and the 5D is like the higher beings. And it, that extends to people, people's energies and all of that. So that's what we're going to talk about today, what we feel about that, <laughs> about that story. And uh, so, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts, Natalie. Yeah, the 5D thing. Um, honestly, I have never been able to quite make sense of it when people talk about it. Um, I've seen, you know, throughout the years I've been doing this work and what you know being involved in other like the spiritual community seeing what people say and it's always kind of been like a head scratcher like huh wtf <laughs> like not really sure um and i'm i suppose even what you just said as explaining the the story as you understand it honestly doesn't make too much sense to me anyway <laughs> um and <clears throat> So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. And I, because I like to understand concepts and what people are talking about, I did um, try to do some research to find out more about it, see what it was. And um, I did find a video by this um, Brazilian spiritual guy who was talking about it that I found really interesting and that his explanation of what these things mean made sense to me. Um, now, before I go into what I understood and, you know, all that, I just want to like, you know, put a little disclaimer here. Like this is, this is like new to me. I don't really, I don't really know what I'm talking about here. This is just kind of what made sense to me. And honestly, a lot of spiritual concepts, sometimes will just feel like they have no bearing upon my life. So, you know, this like dimension thing has always been like, okay. And I, I don't, I can't experience it in my life. So I really just don't know what to do with it. You know, same thing with people talking about timelines, alternate timelines, this and that, like, it makes no sense to me. I mean, I understand these concepts in the like sense of science fiction, you know, or, or quantum physics, where they talk about, you know, different, you know, how like reality has 
tons of different dimensions in which things happen. But what I understand of dimensions, you know, like height with depth, you know, that, that to me is dimension, you know, the objects have dimensions in our physical space, you know, um, 2D is a flat paper, you know, it's two dimensional, there's only, you know, like width and height, there's height, there's no depth to it. Um, so I can't necessarily fathom more dimensions because Capricorn, Earth, grounded person here understands the world through my practical reality. So I can sort of play with the concepts of more dimensions because I like quantum physics. I like science and science talks about that in like, you know, terms of our physical material reality. But, <laughs> you know, it's still just this weird concept that I can't really wrap my brain around. How can you have more than, you know, the the three dimensions? Um, so it's, it's sort of, okay, turning into a long disclaimer, kind of going into the explanation. So what that's kind of what the guy was talking about. He started by talking about the third dimension. What is, what is 3D? You know, 3D is the physical material reality that we can see, hear, taste, touch, the height, the width, the depth, you know, this, like this, this, we, we talk about the, th I, I even use the term 3D world to talk about, you know, as a, as an easier way than saying, oh, the physical dimension in which we are incarnated in matter, blah, blah, you know, like putting it into it, it that to me feels easy to understand. Um, and then, so what was interesting about his explanation was that then he went on to say, so that's the three, that's 3D, the physical matter reality that we are in these bodies. The four, 4D, fourth dimension would be the mental plane. That would be when we, you know, um, so in the 3D, we have linear time, you know, past, present, future. And the 4D would be circular time. There is nothing but the present. So that's the mental plane. That's where astral travel happens because we think and then instantaneously we are there. There is no, you know, difference between time and space and, you know, all that stuff. That That's the mental plane. It's our subtle body, which isn't um, tethered and hindered by the um, material, physical, three-dimensional height with you know, depth world. Um, so that that would be the fourth dimension would be our mind, what we think, you know, our thoughts would exist in the fourth dimension. Um, and then the fifth dimension is more subtle than that. And um, he went into some more details, like kind of technical details. He likes to use, um, you know, quantum stuff together with spiritual stuff, like uh, wording and language. But what I took from, you know, the fifth dimension, the fifth dimension is then more subtle. That's the spirit. That's our emotional, that's the emotional plane, basically. That's where the emotions vibrate, live in and whatever, you know? So it's like, you know, it, the, the, um, we, we always talk about how our, our, you know, the, the way we feel is important to manifesting, you know, and so it goes from our um, emotions to our thoughts, to our physical reality, you know, I mean, that's, that's a big thing that we, you know, we'll talk about in manifesting. And, and so this would be speaking to that, you know, it's the, the fifth dimension is the emotional plane, it vibrates quick, more quickly than the mental plane, even, you know, than the thoughts. So that 
to me makes a lot of sense that you know these dimensions would be in that way and i can understand i can understand emotions thoughts and physical reality and i i can i you know and to me there's practical usage to it so it, i don't know I'm like i can wrap my brain around this anyway so this this was the concept of 5d 5d is simply the emotional plane and why it becomes important even is because that's where it all begins you know like that's that's that um trickle down you know what you feel affects your thoughts affects your physical reality and all that so um yeah i think that covers that i don't know what do you what are your thoughts now, Jackie? <laughs> that makes that makes total sense. It makes uh, far more sense to me than the story. The the story really um, it, it never felt right to me. It felt weird, and it, it felt uh, kind of um, separate of itself. You know, like not being able mm-hmm. to really access those feelings because you, thinking you're already this high being and we put ourselves on these pedestals. That's like the one thing that I would always, anyone I would coach would, would, you know, <laughs> towards intuition, I would be like, don't put yourself or anyone else on a pedestal. You're all at the exact same level. You're, you're on that level. It's just your frequency is different. There's no one person like above, there's no up here. You're all here, but at varying frequencies and that's okay. And it's like, once we recognize that, we bring ourselves down to earth, we can, we can be grounded, we're all here, and we, we're feeling different things, and that's okay. And it's like, the story doesn't allow room for that. It, 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 it's that, that pedestal effect of like, I'm so responsible for all of these things. I'm, I'm high up here, and I know better, and I, I have to teach this. Everyone has to be at this level. And it, it's so nuts to me. Like, I can't feel it. I can't. I can't understand it. And it, it, that's exactly it. That's why we, like, disclaimer this. Because from our experience, it's it's completely irrelevant to us. You know, it, it doesn't feel right to us. And that's okay. And it's okay if it feels right for you. You know, it's like, I'm not trying to tell you any different. But here's a different perspective based on our experience. Is is really why we're kind of sharing our thoughts here on, on the 5D because it really does all go back to us emotionally and how we feel and what, you know, we experience and how we feel around that experience. That's what dictates our life, essentially, you know, and we see so many things in the spiritual community that's kind of separates the, the emotion, the feeling from our mindset, our mentality, our story. So, I love that that theory. That theory actually makes sense to me. The way that you know, yeah, you described it uh, with with the dimensional planes energetically. That's what it is, right? When it, when we get to the nitty gritty of it, it, it's all about different levels of uh, our energy fields, and our energy fields are all there by our feelings, by our emotion. That's our energy. So it's like when we start to make that connection, it actually becomes easier to understand instead of it's all this physical things. It's all this, this, that, this, this in the physical reality. No, really, it's it's our emotional reality. It's our emotional energy. And they're, they're two different things, like coexisting. 
it's funny when you talk about timelines. One of the biggest things I used to do in the story uh, when I was in the story was talk about timelines. <laughs> and even even still, I didn't understand quite what they meant. It, it was like this like disconnect of like, well, what the fuck does that even mean, a timeline? You know, and, and looking back on it, it it's just a, a varying memory, really, of, of a space in, in the reality or a space that hasn't happened yet. And it, it's like... But even still, when I would focus too much on the past, quote unquote, timeline, that's where I would be. <laughs> and it would be like, I would be stuck there. I'd be keeping myself emotionally stuck in that space. Or same with the future. If I was thinking of, quote unquote, future timelines, I would continue to tell myself a story about this future timeline and be stuck there and not allowing myself to feel anything in the present moment, which is what really matters is right here, right now. So it was like this, this divide within me of thinking too much about that, this past timeline, or too much about the future, future timeline. And there was no way to like connect it because it was so separate from the real moment right now. Uh, specifically with all of my stories, that's, that's where I was stuck. I was stuck either in the past or I was stuck in the future and I was not able to see now the present moment and it wasn't until you know you helped me see the present moment that I was like wait a minute that doesn't fucking matter what happened back there and it certainly doesn't matter what happened up here because I have no fucking idea what's going to happen when I take that step forward until I know how I feel right now I can't make that forward happen anyways because the forward's going to be completely contrast because that's all I'm thinking about is this in this thing that you know hasn't even happened yet and and I'm living right now so it's all very, uh, it's interesting in concept when you want to talk about it in concept, but to actually like go there, I can't anymore. <laughs> it's like, I, just, I can't, I have to be here. I have to be feeling it here and understand it here right now. Otherwise, and this is coming from a person who literally only told those two stories of a past timeline or a future timeline and completely avoided any kind of feeling right now in this present moment. So those stories made sense to me. And now they're just like, what? No, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. This is not happening to me right now. So in my mind, I now realize it's, it's really irrelevant. You know, I, I learn from the past and I can create my future. And you can only do that from this present space. And it's like, that, that's, that's the power, you know? And it, it's fascinating when we create concepts around, you know, these feelings and they can very much be true, you know? We don't know because it, it's an esoteric type of thing. It's like an out there, there's no real answer. But it's like, is it really relevant? And that was the thing I had to really think about for me is, you know, is this story that I'm reading? Is this, uh, you know, person that I'm following their, their narrative? Is this relevant to me? Does it feel right for me? And the answer now is no. Whereas the answer before was always, yeah, I'll get it. I get the story, you know, but now it's like, no, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't resonate with me. And that's okay. And it's like, oftentimes, I know for me, when I first started, I got wrapped up in all of this, all of these narratives, and it was easier to tell those stories and to go into that and to understand that way than it was to understand myself. <laughs> it was like, ah, no, I don't want to look at myself, but this story sounds interesting. I'm going I'm to read up on that. And it's like, it really? Uh, the feelings that I was avoiding while I was doing that is just vast. There's a lot of them. 
but <laughs> now it's like it, it it's I just know the difference. I can feel the difference. It feels different. And it, it's really interesting. It's interesting. I, I liked that you talked about timelines because that was something that I was doing for a long time, thinking about timelines, you know, making things about timelines and even giving readings about timelines. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> what even is this? You know, and I see it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I can't at all wrap my brain around this whole timeline thing it makes absolutely no sense to me alternate time like we don't let's not even like go into that because I could really just go on about how it makes no sense to me and what I imagine like for me I oh okay I kind of can't help mention it but here's what it makes me think of makes me think of back to the future when like doc is explaining you know this and that like I'm thinking of time like I don't know it makes me think of science fiction and time travel and I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I don't get it. And honestly, you know, it's like one of the things as you were talking that kind of came to mind was when we're like one of the things that people talk about with the 5D is, you know, we're moving into 5D consciousness or something like that. I think that's a thing that I've seen. And it makes like thinking of it in terms of that that explanation that I found, it does make sense because we are moving into greater consciousness of our emotions. Yet we can see it in the world around so many people doing shadow work, so many like people understanding their deeper psychology more. So we are, you know, get it, um, moving into this greater consciousness of our greater internal reality. So you know, I suppose I can make bridge the gap between what they're saying there and understanding it in this way, because it is truly once we begin to understand our emotions, that we are able to get a better grasp on our reality around us and and feel better too. You know, we, we do move into feeling more love, feeling more acceptance, feeling more unity, the more that we work on our inner world and clean the emotional gunk, understand ourselves better, we're able to be more mature, more understanding, more forgiving, more all of that love and light stuff that we talk about, you know, but it's not about going uh, somewhere else or, you know, it's not, it's not about actions from the outside or things from the outside cause like raising our vibration or whatever. It's our working on the inner work it always comes back to that I think I feel like a broken record sometimes because that's kind of what it like everything that we're talking about always comes back to doing the inner work cleaning up your emotions understanding yourself better taking self-responsibility being more self-aware expressing yourself more you know allowing yourself to be more you all of the shadow work inner work stuff that we always talk about you know like that's that's what it all comes back to that's what either what it's talking about or what it means you know in the end so I feel like people eventually are going to be like all right let's just not even ask Natalie anything anymore because we know what she's going to (laughs) say um but Yeah. yeah so it's like um so with the with the thing about the timelines that I just wanted to say real quick was that in also thinking about that explanation about the different dimensions is that if you think about it thinking about timelines and you're thinking about past and future you're still in 
the quote unquote 3D, because that is a dimension in which past, present, and uh, past and future exist. The other dimensions, when you're in the, you know, quote unquote fourth dimension or the mental plane, or even like, you know, um, I want to say higher, deeper, even deeper into the fifth dimension, the emotional plane, those do not have past and future. So even the concept of like, I don't know, I just, the, the concept of timelines doesn't fit into this like greater dimensional sort of um, point of view in a way, because the emotions, the emotions only know their experience in the present. The mind can conceptualize a future and a past. The mind can hold that space for it, but our emotions don't. Our emotions know absolutely nothing other than the present moment, which is why we have that feeling that feeling something is dangerous. If I feel this, I'm never going to stop. I'm going to feel this forever. Well, because the present moment is forever to the emotions. So anything you're feeling now, you're feeling forever until you're not, until the present moment, you know, evolves. But so, so there's, there's that, you know, interesting sort of um, paradox to it. You know, it, it, it feels now forever and, and now is forever evolving and changing. Um, but so that, that was something that came to mind that was like, you know, like even just talking about timelines, that is deep, you know, into the, the 3D, <laughs> you know, so um, it, going by that, those different definitions of the dimensions that I came across anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Feelings are interesting because like sometimes, you know, a feeling will show up. This is, this is what we do when we do shadow work. A feeling will show up and we'll be like, okay, why do I feel that way? What am I feeling? What is this? You know, and we get curious we start to kind of take a little little stroll down how we're feeling, examine how we're feeling, and sometimes the past comes up. We remember an experience from the past. And, you know, I never really put that together with being here, doing grounded shadow work until you said that, because now I'm like, yes, that's what you're doing. You're remembering something from the past that made you feel some kind of way. And then the feeling relives right now because it only knows now. The feeling only knows the present moment. So you're bringing that 3D into a deeper experience, which was the 5D, the emotion. So that totally makes sense to me, like completely, because th that's what you're doing when you do shadow work. And that's why the the 5D from, you know, from this perspective is important because it's your emotional body. I love that. That makes total sense to me. <laughs> you I know, know right? <laughs> but, but, yeah. Total sense. And when when you do the, the deeper shadow work, when you really understand what shadow work is and you're doing it, I, I yeah, that contrast is there, that that difference. It's so cool. That's <laughs> that's cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, well it's and and speaking of emotions, um it, <clears throat> I mean I suppose I don't know if it's necessarily so connected to speak. I mean we're if, we're making the connection that 5D is emotions. It does does connect. But anyway, so just recently, um, I had this interesting experience with emotions um, and repressing emotions and the energy that it takes to repress emotions and how, um, you know, what, what you said about, you know, like, oh, taking that stroll down memory lane, you know, and you connect with feeling. Well, the thing is, is that if even if we don't consciously 
consciously acknowledge it, the feeling is there. You know, we we have it in there and we stuff it down and it um it stays. That's why that stroll down memory lane brings it up. You know, it when and that's why when it's <clears throat> when it's resolved, it doesn't, you know. So that's that's the reason why it's an indication. Um, but anyway, so just uh so a few months ago, I noticed that my cat had some was was missing fur on her belly. And I was like, hmm, okay, this is kind of weird. Has it always been like this? What's going on? Like what? And then I noticed a little while later that some fur was missing on one of her uh, legs. And I was like, oh crap. Okay. So something's not right here for, and, and for reasons, um, I wasn't able to take her to the vet. So I spent months, this was like end of summer or October, you know, some, somewhere in that period of time. And I was like, oh crap my cat there's something wrong with my cat i need to do something about this and but i couldn't take her into that and so i kept trying to not think about it and yet <laughs> i would look at her and be like oh my god okay oh shit am i killing my cat <laughs> you know is there something really wrong with her and you know all sorts of you know crazy anxious fears and thoughts would come up and i'd be like nope don't think about it you know stuff it down stuff it down, stuff and so finally a few days ago friday i was able to finally take her to the vet nothing's wrong with her you know so there's not some deathly illness that i'm gonna have to put her down for and like you know be guilty because i didn't take her to the vet and all that stuff and when i came home when i got home from that vet visit i sat on the couch and i like felt like i melted into the couch it was like oh my god i didn't realize how heavy i was feeling how much energy trying to ignore the feelings of fear and guilt and anxiety and all that stuff every time I saw her and she loved to be around me. So this was like, you know, I was constantly like, oh my baby, I'm so sorry. Oh my baby, I'm so sorry. I'm killing you. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know? <laughs> like, and then like, stop thinking about this. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is not important. You know, like, like it's, it's going to be fine. It's not a big deal. And so I, I, I speak to this because it was incredible the amount of physical energy that I released when I finally went and took care of it and truly stopped worrying about it, you know? So then I wasn't stuffing it down and holding it. And honestly, I felt like my brain was empty. I was like, I feel stupid right now. Like I can't do a single thing because like, oh my God, it was, it was so taxing. And it's it's a it's a you know maybe a silly little example but it pertains like if you think about how we do this on a larger scale with so many more things things from our childhood imagine the way that we are stuffing down emotions and if just this one thing that i was um mostly conscious about and mostly conscious about repressing too because it was just there below the surface of the consciousness no matter how much i tried to like ignore it at this point kind of difficult you know especially with like new things so it was like can you imagine it, is it any wonder that we're so tired that we're so unable to have energy that we're so bogged down by these things and so you know that that emotional you know 5d plane think like all of the things that we're hanging on to and they're keeping alive and going in these ways that just get in the way 
of our lives and that we're creating from these fears, from these anxieties, from the things that we're holding back. So I thought for me, that was, that, that was this experience that was sort of like, oh my God, holy crap, repression is so taxing. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. And uh, yeah, a lot of us have that. We're just walking around feeling all, all the time, constantly, you know, suppressing our feelings and making them smaller. Yeah. And then suddenly the relief. I love that example of relief because yeah, I, I felt that a lot over over the last few months of my life being able to just feel those feelings and not having to tell myself a story that they are invalid or, you know, that it doesn't matter. And just allowing the quote unquote crazy, they feel crazy uh, feelings. They, do. <laughs> they really do. There's, there's no other way to, to explain it. It's when you start to feel those feelings for the first time, when you stop telling yourself a story that you're not supposed to feel that way and you just allow yourself to feel that way. It does feel crazy. It really does. And I, I think like there's, there's uh, also parts of us probably from our conditioning that doesn't feel right. Even when, when you start to feel crazy, you're still telling yourself a story that you're not supposed to feel like this, but really yeah, it's like the only way. And one of the, the sayings that um, people say all the time is the only way out is through. And, and that's true. Like through the feeling, through, through the, the crazy, through, <laughs> through allowing yourself just to be as you are without telling a story otherwise i love yeah, how like we're pressing it yeah i love how like every time we have these conversations it spirals right back to inner work every single podcast is like well right back around <laughs> But it is, it always comes back to that. It, like, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, it always comes back to this. Exactly. Just feeling your feelings. It's the most important thing. And I mean, you know, like you were saying, like you, you gone through that that relief so much now I bet you and, and I don't know we haven't talked about this but I would ask if you feel like you have more energy for yourself now that you know like after releasing all of these old things that you were holding down because I swear to god it was this one thing for a few months and I felt like like I didn't realize how much it was zapping me how much energy was taking me to repress this like almost surface level thing like can you imagine I you know like and it's been a long time since I've gone through like the deeper stuff. So it'd be nice to hear your opinion on that coming like straight out of it, you know, because like, holy shit. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about this the other day because when, you know, I, I was suppressing everything when I wasn't feeling, when I was telling the stories, I, my house looked like I was telling stories. Like it looks <laughs> like chaos all the time people would come over I wouldn't I wouldn't have the energy to to fix it you know I have children I'm the one responsible for everything and it was overwhelming so my house very much looked <laughs> like I was overwhelmed and and since I started feeling it since I started honoring like what I when I want to do it I'm going to do it if I don't want to do it I'm not going to do it and you know instead of just telling myself a story that it's too much I can't it's too much another thing on my plate I can't do it now my house is a lot cleaner like you, you can really tell 
the the shift is happening when I get the energy to do something I'm just physically going to get up and do it instead before I didn't have the energy to just listen to myself to get up and do it it was just nope <laughs> can't do nothing can't move and now it's like oh shit no I actually do have the energy to do that I'm gonna go do the dishes I'm gonna go do this I'm gonna go do that and that's okay it yeah yeah, <laughs> like my house looks completely different than it ever did in the, in the, my life, I want to say. So it, it does. It does give you a lot more energy when you're able to just accept, feel, and understand, go through the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and everything gets easier on the other side of that. It's wild. Isn't it, though? It really is. And it, it truly was kind of, kind of wild to me because I, I didn't something that you know I've worked on for a long time so I do feel things as they come up and so to have that experience of that you know going on for so many months it was like oh crap that's right <laughs> like, that's how it that, that's how it used to be that's how so many people are living when they're just trying to avoid feeling what they're feeling and it's quite fascinating to like watch it and see it in real time you know like like observing it <laughs> yeah oh, yeah that's awesome well thank you for joining me and having a little talk about 5d and other things 5d and shadow yeah. work is what i <laughs> maybe that's the title 5d and shadow work <laughs> right yeah oh <laughs> uh, yes well thank you it's interesting to dive into 5d because like i said that was the concept that to me was like you know went way over my head I just I couldn't grasp it and make no sense when people were talking about it so it's cool for us to dive into it here mm -hmm. I'll see you next time bye if you enjoyed this podcast head on over to the embracing contrast podcast community on Facebook where we will share even more content answer questions you may have and get you up to date on all upcoming workshops and classes hosted by Natalie White and Jackie Sharp see you there Thank you for listening to the Embracing Contrast podcast. Until next time, goodbye.